Good afternoon and welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion. I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by Greta, who is here to speak with us about the Practice Corner article she wrote for the August newsletter. Welcome, Greta. Hi, Jen. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So it felt like your article really touched on, in a really um, concrete way, the theme we've been on so much in practice lately about the power of noticing and how just seeing what conditioning is up to is so transformative. So I wonder if you could speak to what you chose to write about and, and what you saw with that. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm just recovering right now from technology kicking me off about four times and being all anxious that I wasn't oh. even going to get on. But um, it's the uh, same thing, right? You know, it's just exactly. notice, noticing yeah. what's going on. Oh, I have to write an article. I have like two months to do it. Oh, I have to write an article. I have like two hours to do it. <laughs> it's, uh, it is exactly as you describe. It's just the power of noticing and how grateful I am that we have this opportunity to practice and to see that everything that comes up is, you know, goes it's fuel for practice, it's grist mm-hmm. for the mill, whatever we want to say. We talk about it as, you know, bring it all to practice. We don't have to go out there. We bring it all in here. Yeah, yeah. So first of all, a live example right now, right? So you get kicked off four times. You're the person being interviewed, right? It's not like you're just calling into the show. You're the person being interviewed, right? So we got to get on this call. And being having the ability to watch that process go on. And as you say, all of that being grist for the mill. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, <laughs> how are they going to know that I was really on, on time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? It's mm-hmm. not my fault. You know, we have so many conditioned yeah. responses to things. Yeah. And that's kind yeah. of the process that I was seeing that I was writing about is all the ways that different, um, you know, we hear different aspects of conversation that come up around these things that we're, we're, we really want to do and for all those certain reasons and we want to be seen as the good, right person when we do them. And, you know, is that it? <laughs> What's really going on here? We just watch. Mm-hmm. We just keep looking because, as you said, everything we can look at this mundane situation year after year after year and see something different every single time. Truly. So, and you use an example that I feel like, I mean, very few people on the planet couldn't relate to the example you were using, which was getting up in the morning, right? So really yeah. wanting to get up, enjoy the early morning hours, you know, all the things, as you say, something you really want to do and catching on to a years-long suffering process that's happened around that. Right, right. And it seems completely rational. Well, I want to get up early. I need to take care of things early in the morning when the temperature is still cool. I'm going to go get my exercise first thing. And to 
you know, just make myself even <laughs> have more uh, more opportunity, whether it's because I enjoy being up early or I want to get more done or whatever. I'm going to set the alarm just a little bit earlier than I went when I really have to get up. And that's going to give me that opportunity before I meet my walking partner. And that was, mm-hmm. that was a hook. It seemed so totally right. But yeah. it was just designed to trap me. Yeah. Well, and that's so huge because the way you laid out in the article is essentially the way you saw that thing that seemed so reasonable and so right the way that you saw that it was a trap was simply by noticing over and over and over and seeing, suddenly seeing through that pattern. Oh my gosh, that's not reasonable and right. <laughs> that's a hook by conditioning to get me and it's getting me. Yeah, yeah. And I, um, I was so astounded by seeing through it because, of course, I wasn't trying to do any, anything different um, and all along, I was, uh, I was, you know, into this belief that it was the right thing to do to set my alarm just a little earlier. And um, I just lost it. Hang on. Oh, hopefully it'll come back. Anyway. Um, well, that you weren't expecting, oh, you weren't what, trying to do anything different. Right. I wasn't trying to do anything different. And it's, it's a way in which we keep having the perspective that we're doing something wrong. So mm. I, I lived in the belief that I, w- I was mm. trying to do something right and I was trying mm. to get up just a little bit earlier. And because every morning I slept in, I didn't do it, then I was lost in the belief that I was doing something wrong. I believed mm-hmm. I was the wrong yeah. person or doing something wrong because I was sleeping, mm-hmm. oversleeping. And it really mm-hmm. took this insight that came from left field, and sometimes we talk about it as um, looking out of different eyes or looking at the situation mm-hmm. with different eyes, and it really is not, it is the way we're looking. It is a whole other yeah. way of yeah. seeing that we, yeah. we it, that somehow cuts through all that years and years of belief that I'm doing something yeah. wrong. Yeah. Oh, God, that's so big. That's so big. So it's a completely different way of looking. And so what yeah. throws you up, what you realize was throwing you off the track was I'm doing this, I'm attempting to do this really right thing, and then I don't do it, and so there's something wrong with me. And so that's the problem that you set out to fix. And so the, yep. no wonder there's never any solution in it because there never was anything to fix. And so the aha is stepping outside of that, completely outside of that, and seeing, oh, the only issue here is that there's a belief that there's something wrong and there isn't. Right, exactly, exactly so. And yet I wanted to continue to practice with this very real situation. It still goes on. Yes. But um, to, to just say, okay, well, let me do something completely different. Let me set the alarm so that I have only exactly the right amount of time to get up and meet my walking partner. 
I'm not going to try to be somebody else. I'm just going to be somebody who gets up and goes for a walk. (laughs) Just to, you know, change the game. We're still playing the game. We know what's going on, but we're watching it, and we're just going to say, well, let's, you know, let's change the rules just a little bit and see what happens. Just to keep looking, just to see what happens. And, and that's, I love that, Greta. I, it's really how you ended the article. I, I think the last line mm-hmm. was, was something like, and the real practice begins, yeah, or something exactly. like that. That yeah, just, yeah. to me, was so brilliant, right? Because it wasn't, uh, oh, my gosh, I saw this thing, and now I'm the right person, and I'm doing the right thing, right? Which is what, what conditioned mind always wants to pull us back into. But the, really, the transformation was the seeing and the way you described it was the, the shift of seeing from a whole different place, seeing through the belief that there's something wrong, and that doesn't mean that, I mag- that you magically now wake up exactly when you want to wake up and all those things. It just means now you can practice with it instead of being in a duality of trying to fix it. Exactly. And I don't believe there's anything wrong, or if I do, I know I'm falling for something because... Just yes. enough, enough shifted that my awareness is that much expanded and that I can just mm-hmm. watch the whole thing unfold without falling into the belief and trying to fix it anymore. I'm just like, okay, well, just, let's just see what's happened today. Let's just be curious exactly. about what's happening today. The curious is exactly the word that was coming up for me as you were describing mm-hmm. that. that mm-hmm. Then it really allows us to see that place that Sherry's always talking about of just, oh, okay, huh, okay. And as you say, well, okay, let me try setting the alarm for exactly the amount of time I have, and then we'll see what happens. Okay, now we'll try this, okay, and just watch what happens and just be curious. Nothing wrong. Yes, yes, and always just so grateful for the possibility that this shift exists and that I can put myself into, uh, uh, you know, to be available for that information to come in. And that's what we're, as you started us out with, that's what we're practicing all year long. We just want to be open to the cosmos to drop a little something in there. Exactly. Exactly. I'm open. I'm ready. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Greta, thanks for your article and thanks for being with us this afternoon to speak about it. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you, Jen. All right. Take good care. You do the same. So happy. Okay. So happy. And Michael, we'll turn the show over to you. Wonderful. Thank you, Jen, and thank you, Greta. Good afternoon, and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good afternoon, Sherry. Good afternoon, Michael. That was a great conversation. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Why (laughs) why can I not fix what's wrong with me? Why can't I? Why can't I? Oh, because there's nothing wrong with me. Mm. Oh, what a moment, huh? Yes, (laughs) yes. Yeah. You know, and and the thing that's so fabulous about practice and the way uh, Greta was describing it and uh, that that whole conversation is, you know, Greta knew that. Greta knew the answer was, there's nothing wrong with me. 
she she knew that she's known that for years mm. right we all we we know that everybody who does this practice knows that that's the right answer <laughs> yes. well there's nothing wrong with me right we all know that yes. and then you practice 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 and suddenly in that way that they they were talking about there's this whole new way of seeing and you realize oh mm. oh my gosh no that's really true it's mm. really true there really isn't and we're different Yes. Yes, I just had the experience this moment. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Following right along. And then you went right along. There we go. Yes. And that that whole thing of, uh, you know, and and, uh, yeah, I'm with them. And I bet you're right with us with the noticing. I mean, that's the. Yes. And so, okay. Oh, all right. And then the next thing drops in. Well, I'm going to set the alarm at whatever. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, how about if I, and there's always something new to play with. There's always a fun experiment to be had. And of yes. course, what we, what we get to is, I'm not getting any information here. I'm having the fun of being present with life as it is both. And I mm. get to notice what's going on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The curiosity and the exploration. Yes. And the fun, that, that thing that we, uh, you and I always, because uh, I think maybe I always bring it up, but anyway, I know we talk about a lot, which is the, the whole uh, puppy approach, you know, that, that uh, you, you, I mean, can't you see Greta and, and, and the friend, the beloved, you know, coming up with these experiments with waking up and time and clocks and getting this and that and all these plans and it's like uh, you know you just got your pal there with you uh, seeing seeing stuff seeing stuff just have it's like being six again you know when your friend comes over and, and you're out in the backyard and you're discovering stuff and you're then there's just that's just the joy in living that ego has managed to take away from most of us for a really long period of time mm, yeah yeah being six again, being a kid, having fun. Yeah, having fun. There's nothing wrong. You can't do it wrong. Now, of course, maybe some big person is going to come out and tell you you made a mistake, you did something wrong, or you're going to get in trouble. But that's not going to dampen your spirits. You're going to say leave, right? <laughs> and it's like dealing with ego, right? As soon as, uh, as soon as that voice, you you know, gets your attention away from that voice, you just go right back to having fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Wow. What's going on? What's going on is that if you are already meditating in the morning or wish to start, enjoy the extra support of meditating with Sangha with virtual meditation groups. The 30-minute conference call meditation sessions happen seven days a week. For a complete schedule and for other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. Isn't that great? You know, uh, I, probably when you started meditating, certainly when I started meditating, you know, <laughs> you get up in the morning and it's you and ego, right? Are you going to make it <laughs> yes. to that cushion or are you not going to make it to that cushion? Are you going to be there for 30 minutes or are you going to be there for 30 seconds? And, you know, all of that. But you're just 
on your own. And now, yes. we're, we never have to be on our own. There are people all over the world meditating all the time, and we can tune in with our very own Sangha uh, and, and meditate with them every day. Yeah, it's fabulous. It really is. It is fabulous. And a few reminders for today's show. If you'd like to talk with Sherry today, you can press star six and then one to make a show and get in the queue. And conversation on one topic, please, in about five minutes would be great. Perfect. Perfect. All right. I think we are all set here, Sherry. First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hi, Sherry and Michael. It's Jan. I'm so excited to be here. Hi, Jan. Well, hi, Jan. What's going on? Hi. Well, you know, I, I'm not going to be able to uh, be, call in in the next couple of days, and um, I can listen, but I won't be able to call in because of circumstance, but I've just been... <laughs> It's just that overwhelming feeling, the generosity of life, and and just the conversation this morning. I just, it's like I just had to share that. That, that I feel like everywhere I turn, uh, life is offering something. And I had an experience yesterday that to me is sort of an example of what I would never expect. I was at a tiny uh, ocean museum. I mean, it's it's just a little world. A tiny ocean what, Jan? Museum. A oh, museum. Uh-huh. Yeah, that just has, you know, some of the uh, information about the sea and the critters. And, but it had, there was this one water display with an enemy and other, it was, it was one of those things that I looked at, and the longer I looked at it, the more overcome I was with the beauty of it, and just filled, I, I, just tears came to my eyes. And that seems to be happening a lot lately, that the generosity of life, the things like that, the beauty in this case, and this amazing uh, contribution of whoever designed this water display with critters in it, I just feel like that generosity is showing up everywhere. I mean, I'm looking, yeah, for sure. And so, but it's showing up in ways I just don't expect. And the tears are just... Yeah. It's like they're there all the time. It's like tears of joy or tenderness, whatever uh, the situation. And um, it's pretty amazing. We're, I mean, there, it's almost like there aren't words to describe what that's like. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, and it's kind of uh, the, the interview, right, the, that um, to me. Uh, oh, what interviewing anything. Yeah. Pardon me? Whatever we interview, right? Right. Well, and I was thinking about Greta and, and Jan in particular. Um, with the oh, that, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was I was thinking about the the that conversation um, about a, a new way of seeing, which I'm mm. I'm projecting onto you. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not I'm not picking on you, right? Because uh, it's what <laughs> happens to us in practice, right? I mean, we we were conditioned not to see, right? Not to, you know. Uh, so there's a little museum there, and 
you know, what we're meant to do is, yeah, I don't, you know, I have this other, and I, I don't really want to, I, I don't feel like that, I want to, you know, whatever it is, that keeps us at a distance from the things that are going to bring tears to our eyes, where we're going to see that kind of generosity and that kind of beauty, right? But yeah. you're, you're, you're paying attention now to life guiding you to these experiences, and you're there for it, and you're seeing with those new eyes. And, and through those new eyes, you see that, that beauty. Well, and it, yeah. And you and feel it, it. it. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. But it also seems like an incredible gift that during this time, um, the fires, the floods, Afghanistan, the, I mean, and stuff in our, my, well, my individual lives, uh, I, and then to still be able to see it. Um, oh, Oh, but that, that I, I yeah. you know, thanks to thank goodness. Well, back to the conversation now. I know which conversation you're referring to. Um, we're, we've trained to to look to where to look. I guess is a better yes. way to say it. Yeah. Well, and and it's it's even bigger than that, isn't it? Because what what we start, of course, you know, we used to be six or five or seven or whatever, and and we were just there and natural and. And everything was wonderful. We didn't. We didn't even. We didn't even know that there were. You know that we were supposed to be differentiating all the time between what's wonderful and what isn't wonderful, right? But then we grew up, in quotes, right? And um, and and what we what we learned is that the really important, the 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 right person thing to do is to focus on problems, and and what's wrong and what's not working, so that so that we can, well, it turns out just feel bad because actually we did very little to change any of that, right? And then the, with, this, with this awareness way of seeing, we realize, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, yeah, there's, there's always been a lot of really difficult things going on in, in almost everybody's life. You know, anybody that you talk to for a few minutes, if you ask the right questions, you find out they have difficult things going on in their life. And this just inexpressible beauty and goodness yeah. and kindness and generosity. Right? All of that at the same exact time. Yes, and you know, as you're saying that, Sherry, what, what dropped in is, and it doesn't mean that we're not empathetic or <clears throat> compassionate <throat> with people's circumstance. With the, not really, a bit. In fact, yep. it, it feels like that offers those situations to myself, anyone, that it offers um, a way to be with it, a way to be with it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In fact, in that uh, uh, oogum boogum way that we like to slip into once in a while, I was just talking <laughs> with someone who was talking with someone, okay? And the someone being talked to, talked with, uh, was talking about us here in, in, well, specifically at the monastery, and the fires and the smoke and the heat and the, all of that, and, and expressing uh, praying for us and, and for this situation. And I said, well, good. You know, I, 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 good. That's the difference we need, right? That's what we need. Right? We need to be sensitive to one another and, and hoping for the best for one another and putting 
our life force toward goodness for everyone, right? That That's the contribution that we can make, not yeah. off with ego uh, in a negative place, uh, you know, whining or railing about the injustice and that sort of thing, right? Yeah. And And I was absolutely sincere when I said that. I mean, I could feel, I could feel the goodness, the, the, the well wishes, you know, uh, and that that's the thing that, that turns everything around for all of us, each of us in our lives. Yeah, it's the stewardship the that we're also looking at. Yes. You know, to me, yes. that's just another way of stewarding uh, the goodness yes. that is so that we don't, yeah. <laughs> we don't look focused. And I just one other thing I, I want to mention before signing off and, um, about the generosity. My mom's turning 100 tomorrow. And I just feel no. <laughs> yeah, and it just feels like, uh, how wow. lucky can I be to have, well, to have the mom I have, that was bringing me to tears, um, to have the mom I have, and to have her for that long. Um, oh, yeah. I, 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 mm. The delight I have in t- whenever I talk to her, I mean, I call it a teller I love her, um, but it's, you know, almost every night, but I'm the one that gets I'm the one that oh, yeah. as much yeah, as much. Oh yeah. So, anyway. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, well, happy birthday, mom! What a yeah. A lot what, to celebrate what, with generosity. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I I really love it that you make that point because uh, you know it's it's easy it's easy for us to uh, you know it, again there's so much social conditioning. Sort of when, whenever you lose a parent, it, it needs to be a tragedy, right? Which, you know, it just is not always the case. Um, and, and then to particularly remark, if you're, you know, if you're 40 and you still have your parent, if you're 50 and you still have, if you're 60 and you still have your parent, you know, this is, we're getting into uh, just so extraordinary we can hardly take it in territory. Right and yeah, and never yeah. to lose sight of that. That it's just yeah, that's wonderful. I had no idea. That is so well, exciting. She, well, I have to tell, tell you. Tell her happy birthday for me, okay? I tell her. Tell her you told us. <laughs> tell her you told us. She thinks we. And we're all. She thinks our math is off. <laughs> she thinks what? She thinks our math is wrong. She says no. I think I don't think you guys have it right. <laughs> <laughs> I think because she doesn't feel that age. I think that's why. But so it's all good. Oh, so right. thank you so much, Sherry, and thank you. Oh, for thank all the you, Dad. That is allowing all this thing. Yeah, thanks, mm. Michael. Wow, so happy. Yes, you too. <laughs> thanks for joining us, Jan. That was a great conversation, Sherry. Appreciate that. It's lovely. Yeah, a hundred. You know, I mean that. It, I, I, you know, I love history, and uh, and just to think back a hundred years, what somebody who's lived a hundred years, all that they have seen. You know, mm. It's just, yeah. it's just, uh, it's really quite extraordinary. It's amazing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love it. Love it. Great. And we have another caller here. All right. 
Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hi. Oh, great. My name is Jan also. So it's a night of Jan. Well, hello, Jan. <laughs> hello, Jan. Jan also. Hi. Hi. What's going on? Oh. You're in Northern California as well? Yes. Yes. All right. All right. San Francisco Good. in Sonoma County. Ah. Um, yeah, I, a beautiful I, part I, of the world. Yes, it is. Full of heat it and is. smoke and fires and uh-huh. kindred <laughs> spirits. Fires all around yeah. the last three years. Yeah. Yeah. And a smile somehow. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. Yay. Um, so I, I'm glad I'm on here. Um, I've been calling in the morning saying, this is great. So how do I start? So, so last year, or earlier this year, I made a decision um, to give, up every, give most of my stuff away and, and go into the rental room. And um, my daughter came back and took over the place. And anyways, and she's taking care of the animals. So I thought this would be a great opportunity for me, first time in my life, I'm almost 60, to be free of the responsibilities and everything. So <laughs> I gave everything away and rented a room. And um, Condition Mind has been, um, how do I say this, <laughs> taking over my life for the last two months that I did this. It, um, what, what, I, I'm sorry, Jan, my, yeah. my phone service, I don't know if I sound okay, uh, but I have a heck of a time sometimes understand, hearing people, you know, it's kind of, Gets uh, iffy breaky. So tell me that last. Just give me that last sentence again about the last, oh, yes. the last few months. Oh, so the last few months since I found this room, it all came together. I got this beautiful, you know, older house you know, with an older room and everything. And my conditioned mind has basically been taking over my life. If that makes sense. Everything that. that I want. Oh my gosh! If I had this, I had this dream that I would be in this room and after raising my daughter for 25 years on my own and um, she's taking care of all the animals that I could go off to this beautiful retreat. And it hasn't quite felt that way. It has been kind of the opposite in my brain. Kind of awful? <laughs> I can't even tell you. I'm laughing right now. Yeah. It's like a joke. It's like a joke yeah. in my brain. Oh, well, right. Yeah. And I do understand. You know, in the tradition that I come from, uh, the understanding is uh, there, there's really, um, there, there's no, no sense in, in thinking that a, a place is going to make a difference or a circumstance is going to make a difference because we're going to take that same mind with us wherever we go, yeah. Yeah. which I don't have to explain to you, do I? Oh, no. It's interesting because I had, I had dreamt this for, my daughter moved out a year ago, and I, we, you and I talked last year. She had moved out right when the fires hit our town again. And, mm-hmm. you know, kind of conditioned mind took over. Boom. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I just, I dreamt, I had it all in my head. This is how it's going to be. I'm not, a, you know, I'm kind of an empty nester. I'm single and don't really have much fa- in a family. And I'm just going to go make this beautiful, and I'm going to meditate all day and, yeah. Well, and, and, uh, and yeah. you know, Jan, um, I'm going to encourage you, uh, that, you. You, that you are doing exactly what you came there to do. You just didn't realize that that's what you were coming there to do. Okay. 
Yeah. Because, um, it, you know, it, it, in order to experience freedom, we, we have to face everything that is keeping us from being free. If we're going to, if we're going to be joyful, we have to face everything that is between us and joy. We just do. Right. And, of course, ego has it set up uh, so that you get to face a little bit. Now, in your case, it's, and in a lot of people's case, okay, but it's really perfect because here you are in your life circumstances, not these circumstances, previous circumstances, right? And so the voice in the head says, oh, you know, if you, it would be so wonderful if you could just find a really lovely place and have no responsibilities and you could just meditate all day. Wouldn't that be wonderful? And then there's whatever is going on in your life, which you're meant to struggle with and uh, agonize over and see as problems and that sort of thing. Uh, and then you are distracted, right? So when the voices in the head make it so miserable that you can't stand it, then that's when we turn on the TV or pick up a novel or um, drugs or <laughs> whatever it is that we turn to in order to escape from what's going on inside our head. Is this, yeah. is this all true? Yeah. Okay. You know, All right. Yeah. And, and so, you know, what? Okay. Go ahead. I was gonna say I gave up like TV and like I don't know. I just thought I'm just gonna go all out, leave the TV oh, behind, really? everything behind. Cold turkey. And just, Cold turkey. Yeah, and I just have a bedroom instead of a big place. I have a bedroom, my car, and it still hasn't been put together. And boy, does um, you know, waking up in the middle of the night. Seeing a little ant on the floor oh, yeah. looks like a tarantula. Now the, the ants are starting to look like big, huge, six-foot tarantulas to me, and it's just hilarious. Like that's just a little yeah. ant. <laughs> Never, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. And uh, everybody who has, uh, say, come to the monastery <laughs> for <laughs> any extended, sometimes it's just for a few days, but especially if it's for any extended period of time, knows exactly what you're going through. I mean, it's awful. You're in detox. Right, ego. You're in ego detox, oh, and absolutely. so part of that is right sitting in the corner with your nose running, shaking all over, thinking, "I'm losing my mind. I can't stand this. I've got it. You know, I'm going to run screaming <laughs> exactly. out of here." Um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I know this every place scary is story. Every <laughs> scary person that I've ever met. Every scary story. Everything like like 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Where is this coming yeah. from? I didn't even think yeah. of it for 30 years. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's like That's thinking. exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes. And so my best encouragement is you're doing okay. just fine. Uh, everything is it's just right. And the, the thing that I – do you have a recording and listening practice? I sort of do. That can't no. Right you, you, no, 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 no sort of do. No, <laughs> no, no we've got to put that yeah. behind us. No, we got to get into. Oh yeah, that is my that is my best friend. That is my sanity. That is my way through this. Okay, oh, great. Uh, because the yeah the one who's being tortured by the voices of ego can talk to the mentor, and that's going to be right. your salvation because you're going to realize that it's the mentor uh, that that got you into this, right? And that you wouldn't be there if you weren't ready. Uh, and it is your heart that wants to do this, and, uh, and you're fine, and you can, and you will. And so it's, um, oh, gosh, it's uh, the, the hardest thing for all of us, and, again, it's back to uh, Greta and Jen talking earlier, but the, the most difficult thing for all of us is, is 
is being able to watch what the voices in the head are doing and to not believe that there's something wrong, that they are there and they are doing that. You are there to see them do that. You're there to learn not to believe them, not to take it on, not to take it personally, not to let it uh, hold any meaning for you. You're just watching it like it's a movie. It's a very bad movie. But that's what ego is. Yes, ego is a nightmare. And when you buy into it, you suffer with it. When you can just watch it, you don't. And that's what you're practicing. And it's, it's, you know, it's a super um, concentrated, in-depth practice. It's not a contest. If you decide, you know, you want to take a week off and (laughs) drive down the coast (laughs) or something, uh, you know, that's okay. But don't lose sight of the fact that whether you're there in that one little room or wherever you are, this is what you have the opportunity to face in this lifetime. You can face ego and you can face it down and you can be free. You're doing it hardcore, intensive, um, and, uh, and that's the only difference between the way you're doing it and the way most people are doing it. <laughs> yes, I know. I'll just, like, throw myself right into it. That's right. That's right. I, 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 I relate because that's, that's always been my approach. Um, and it's a fine approach, and, and it is kind of the fast track. So uh, very good. Thank you. And stay Thank in touch. Yeah, I, stay oh, in touch. I will. You know, you. Uh, you. Yeah. so you're in the morning, you're in the morning, the year-long retreat. Uh, listen yeah. to those recordings. They're, that's not a, that's meditation. Listen to those recordings. Um, you know, uh, uh, make recordings. Uh, listen to those. Walk. Listen. Record. Talk to the mentor. Practice. Throw yourself into practice. There's nothing about this that says, and now you need to sit in the corner uh, all by your only ego would say that. No, you don't. All, your only job is to pay attention. That's all. That's all. Just paying attention. That's your only job. Right. This is perfect because my no birthday standard. was this week. Well, my birthday was this week. Well, so happy birthday. Wonderful. Thank you. Happy I'm birthday. What a wonderful <laughs> birthday present. Exactly. Yeah. That's why all right. Well, really wanted to get the advice. I, I couldn't understand that, Jim. Say it again. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you for, I wanted to get some really good guidance and advice. So this is really Well, perfect. good. And get, get, some more, get some more regularly, okay? Because uh, it's a wonderful thing that you're doing, and it does tend to require quite a bit of support. So. Thank you. Okay. Yes, definitely. Thank you so much. I really yeah. appreciate it. Thank you, Jim. Go happy. You too, Jim. Go happy. Thanks for joining us, Jan. An inspiring conversation that was, Sherry, to hear the courage and the seeking guidance and oh, yeah. uh, practicing. It's great. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give everything away and go move into a, a single room. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're, I think that some stuff might come up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just to know, you know, with each of us, whatever, whatever wherever we are with how we're approaching practice, we're ready for it. You know, we can handle it. The voices will say, no, you can't. You can't stand that. It'll be too hard. It'll be too awful. You're going to fail, what, whatever it is. It, no, that's not true. That's not true. wouldn't be in my life if I weren't ready for it. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. And, Sherry, we are going to hear from our sponsor, and then we'll come back and talk with more callers.
All right. Wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. What if you lived with your soul as your pilot? What skies would you fly? How wide would you open? What would you sing if you gave voice to your beautiful heart? This great song by Trish Bruxford Culligan invites us to give voice to our hearts. Simply Celebrate offers you a variety of ways to express your heart. And one of those is by celebrating the people you love. Our one-of-a-kind customized celebration books are like magic mirrors that reflect all of the laughter, adventures, and delight that friends and family share. Clients tell us that this is the best gift ever. Give voice to your heart and give a gift of love that lasts a lifetime. Visit simplycelebrate.net and turn ordinary days into an extraordinary life. Welcome back to Open Air. And Sherry, we have another caller here. You there, Sherry? Sherry, can you hear me? Let me make sure you're unmuted here. Oh, can oh you, there yes. you are. Yeah, it occurred to me that it might be my earbuds. Uh, oh. So I quit, took them out and went to something else, but it doesn't sound a bit better, so I, I have a sinking feeling it's my phone. So anyway. Okay. Yeah, you, sound, you sound great to me. I can hear everything clearly. Oh, good, good. Well, uh, it's just I, you know, that pesky, uh, could you say that again? <laughs> Would you repeat that? <laughs> you, that or, you know, it can get annoying, but oh well, that's what we've got. It's, it's uh, back to, again, back to Greta and the technology, right? So uh, it is what we've got. So there we are. All right. Thank you, Michael. Well, yes. Yes. And back to the willingness, of course, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, what what can we do, huh? <laughs> yeah. Here we go. All right. Okay. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Sounds like Hi, Beth Sherry. To this me. is Beth. <laughs> hey, Beth. What are you doing? Okay. Well, uh, panic at the moment for getting on, <laughs> uh, which is a familiar place for me. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, this has been very useful this evening. Um, and this is kind of hard for me to kind of bring up because I want you to, you know, be proud of me. <laughs> but uh-huh. I've been really struggling with wanting to practice. Uh-huh. It's uh, like wanting to practice or not wanting to practice? I've had a desire for spiritual life since I was 13. It is so deeply ingrained in me. And in the last couple of weeks, I just don't want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the last couple of weeks, Beth, if you'd said the last couple of decades, I would have said, oh, we've got an issue here, right? The last couple of weeks, you know. Yeah, but I've on. always had this fire that kind of brought me through all of it. Yeah, and the fire well, is and, not there. And why do you assume that that fire won't bring you through this? <sighs> I'm in my head, aren't I? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I've been trying to get out of that for 
decades. And I still don't recognize the surroundings. Mm-hmm. I still get trapped. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And yeah, I guess well, we do for a couple of weeks. Yeah, and 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 we do. Right? <laughs> we do. Right? So so for me, Beth, you know, um a lot, an awful lot of life has always been really easy for me. Real, just really huh. easy for me. A yeah, but I know some of your that, story, like, that's not easy. That, oh, well, the circumstances aren't, haven't been easy. No, the content hasn't been easy. But just, uh, yeah, just things are easy for me that a lot of people huh. struggle with, like, uh, like being afraid, like a lot of things that people are afraid of, I've never been afraid of, okay? Uh, a lot of things like self-hate that people really struggle with, I, I, that has, ne- has never been a big issue for me, okay? And so, yeah. so did I think I was going to get through this incarnation without ever facing those things? Or maybe it goes along one way for a while and then there's the big opportunity to have a different experience. Ha. Huh. Ha. Huh. So you've got a fire for decades, right? Well, okay. Hi, 50 how, years. You, yeah, 50 years. So you ready now for a little couple of three weeks or so without fire? See what that's like? Ha. Huh. Why not? And part of this most comfort. people, yeah. Most people, Beth, most people have not had decades of fire. I can promise you that. I've talked to a lot of people. They haven't had decades of fire. I think I've needed it. Oh, I think everybody needs it, but not everybody's lucky enough to have it. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm lucky. Yeah. Well, you know, if, if uh, you know, if you had, uh, I know this is not your, 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 it hasn't been your deal, but say, uh, you, you know, you, uh, you, you're a little kid growing up and you just love God and it turns out that your family is Catholic and you just love God and so you know that what you want to do is, because uh, you're a girl, you want to become a sister, right? That's what you want to do. Yeah. You want to enter the convent and you want to be a sister and that's what you want to do with your life and that's all you want to do with your life. Okay, because you love God, yeah. and that's what you want to do with your life. And then all of a sudden, one morning, you wake up, and you go, I hate this. I don't want to do this. I don't even believe in God. What are we talking yeah. about here? Yeah. I did that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. it was awful. And it so, was awful. Yes. And it, but you made it through it. Yeah, it's ancient history. It's just, you know, barely a memory. Yeah, but, you're, you're, but I mean, you were transformed. You were transformed by the experience, as we are transformed yeah. by all of these very difficult places that we face in life <laughs> and go through. You know, they're not a mistake. It's not a mistake. It's a new, it's a new chapter uh, in this giant not a mistake. Yeah, spiritual practice. I read this week that um, ADHD... Uh, one of mm-hmm. the things that ADHD does is they uh, create the problem because there's a charge to the problem, and there's no charge to peace. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah, well, I, 
I do that. <laughs> yeah, I can sort of relate. <laughs> My ego yeah. does that. Yeah. I'm yeah. addicted to that charge. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then so everything's okay. <laughs> yeah, we get to, well, yeah, we get to we get to pay attention to something different. And and look at all the beliefs and assumptions that get revealed. Right? Things that Yeah. You know, you you, you never had to look at, you never had to think about, you, you never had to be concerned about. You always have the fire. Yeah. It's pure grace. It is. It is. And so is this time. Yes. It's pure grace, too. We just don't like the way it feels quite as much. No. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you for helping me find the laughter. <laughs> I yeah. just take it so seriously. Oh, we do. And we do. Uh, yeah, because we get not. identified with ego, and ego wants us to be miserable. So, Yeah. <laughs> But again, you know, if we go back to that, uh, my favorite Hafiz, you know, or Rumi or any of those folks who, well, uh, you know, some of our Catholic friends too, uh, would talk about it in the same kind of way of, you know, just being there with your friend, being guided, being, and you can laugh together. God, this is hard. Yeah, I know it's hard. Oh, it stinks. You know, I like it in the old days. Well, why weren't you happier in the old days then? It was so great in the old days. I didn't hear you laughing a lot in the old days either. Oh, I know. Yeah. No, no, no. No. Life's too serious. Yeah. 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 Yeah, life isn't, but ego definitely is. Morbid. <laughs> Grizzly, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and just lost. And mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not lost. No, no. There's... Ego wants us to believe that we're lost. Yeah. We're <laughs> Yeah, life knows where we are. Yeah. And we can check that kind of thing out. You know, you can just say, you can just kind of look around and, and say, life, uh, do you know where I am? <laughs> and, and you realize, yeah. And not only does life know, I seem to know because I'm right here. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You are so welcome. Have a good time. Again and yet again. (laughs) Indeed. All right. Good night, Beth. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Beth. And it's great to be here, Sherry. Great to be practicing, showing up, willingness. Isn't it? It's just the best. Whatever, Whatever is here when we get here, it's just the best to be here. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. And we have another caller here. Right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, this is uh, Helga in Charleston. Hi, hey, Helga. Helga. Hello. What are you seeing? <laughs> A lot. A lot. <laughs> so, There's so uh, much to see, isn't there? There's oh so my much gosh! To I hope see. we live yes. a really long time. I hope we live a long time because, <laughs> like Jan's mother, you know, I mean, think if you had another however many years it is for you—not that many for me—but you know, for some people, getting to a hundred, that would be a long time. A lot to see, a lot to, a lot to enjoy. Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 You know, I was actually just uh, uh, while I was listening. You know, I just, um, you know, I know you've talked about 
uh, this before, like, you know, being a detective. And that's what I feel right now. Uh-huh. Um, and what I'm also seeing is, you know, there's like all these, uh, <laughs> these different angles of practice, um, you know, that you touch on in these different programs. And it all seemed to come somehow come together um, for me in this moment. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I just mm-hmm. noticed that in this particular um, uh, thing that's come up for me, which uh, it, it's definitely like a karmic uh, piece uh, in my life that uh, has been brought up through a person that I was friends with for a number of years. And um, um, you know, I don't know how much how much uh, content I, you know I should give just to make it kind of clear. But uh, in my last interaction with this person, which uh, has been deteriorating rapidly, um, he he texted me something you know that was so completely full of projections that really had nothing to do with me. And I could see that, um, mm. you know, in, in big part because I'm in the projection class. So, I mean, you know, it's like the, the timing is just perfect. And um, <laughs> I'm grateful, even though this is a, you know, a tough uh, a piece of content for me. Um, mm-hmm. So, and, and what happened was, after I read that, you know, even though I could see that, you know, it had nothing to do with me, it was so ludicrous in so many ways, I got livid. I got so oh. angry. And oh. um, I basically cut off my contact with this person. I mean, as I said, you know, it, this is not a one mo- thing that happened and then this has been deteriorating in, in ways that I really did not uh, like. Um, but the, the, my reaction to it, you know, I realized, oh, my God, you know, I'm, <laughs> when I was 14 years old, I cut off all contact with my father in, inside of myself. I lived with him till I was 17. I never talked to him another word, even though we lived in the same little apartment. I never looked at the man. I never said hello. I never said goodbye. The man... Mm. I, I just completely cut off all contact with him. And, you know, and it's just what, I just, what just happened, just, I realized it's so familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, it wasn't, it, what I realized, it wasn't what he said because it was too ludicrous. I mm-hmm. did not take that personal. But what happens for me is that I feel there is, no matter what I would say to that person, and that was the same with my father, no matter what I would say, that person lived in his own reality with his projections. And there is nothing I can say or do to change that. And what it feels like, it feels like I'm crashing into a cement wall at 120 miles an hour. And, you know, and, and, and my reaction to that is this, you know, rage that I feel. 
because yeah. it, it feels yeah. so wrong. It's just so, you know, it has nothing to do with me and nothing will change this. And so, so obviously mm-hmm. this is a huge, you know, ego reaction. I mean, I get that. But, um, well, uh, you know what I wanted to ask you about, Helga, is uh, mm-hmm. does it feel like, like your, your reaction with this guy, does it feel like all of the feelings, so, you know, you lived with your father from age 14 to 17. I mean, you must have been a powder keg, right? But it sounds like, like what? A powder keg, you know, oh, like a powder bomb. keg. Oh, yeah. 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 But you weren't yelling and screaming at him or any of those kinds of things, right? And so no. all of that emotion and then karma being what it is, <laughs> you might have run into somebody else along over the years uh, who would also fit that same kind of pattern. Um, and, and so each time with something like that, the, the feelings just compound, right, until this guy does the same thing that happened to you when you were 14, and you just, you just become a screaming, raving maniac, right? And, and people would say, well, you know, that reaction is way out of proportion because, you know, it has nothing to do with you. It's just him. You know that. Come on, Elga, calm down. But... It's the it's all all of those feelings that that got locked. You know, they just get there's the first one, and then the next one gets piled on, and then the next one gets piled on, and the next one gets piled. And every every time we learn something more about how we should be, how we should handle things, how we should feel about it, what we should do about it, you know, things just get, tend to get a little more repressed. Yeah, you know, it's like, first of all, I mean, you know, it's like the thing is, uh, uh, I do not start, I did not start screaming and yelling. I, 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 get, I get cold. I cut off all, all feelings of kindness, uh, care with my father, love. It was all gone. You know, I, I don't mm-hmm. explode. I implode mostly. You know, it's like, I mean, I have yes. exploded. So, I mean, I'm, I know that too, but I mostly, I have mostly imploded. And that brings me to another piece of this whole uh, thing, you know, where uh, in your last uh, guided imagery, where we were uh, looking at ego talking to who is this person that ego talks to. And what, it ca- what, what came up for me was this image of like a pretty young person that had completely collapsed. Mm. You know, so that's mm. the other side of that mm-hmm. the other piece mm-hmm. of that and you mm-hmm. know and it, it I mean it's fascinating to me it's mostly you know it's like I'm really starting to see all these pieces of the puzzle come together oh yeah um, oh yeah and uh, you know I'm actually of course I, I know you're athletic and uh, which is good because that's a wonderful way to move the energy around because you know it probably wouldn't hurt to scream and yell Probably oh, yeah, I, no, I, I do that. I mean, you know, I, I've sat in my car and, and screamed. I mean, I do all these things. Good. So I don't really feel like I'm, I'm really sitting on anything much other than, you know, it's like that I've, that I've started to really track this pattern that got, you know, got yeah. cemented like a long, long time ago. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you know, itself now. So I can right. actually repeated look at it. it. Well, it has repeated itself. 
you might, as a, an old friend of mine uh, would say, going forward, you might conduct better interviews. Because when we have a comic <laughs> pattern like that, right, it's like you can be in a crowd and you just go, oh, yeah, him. And, uh, you know, yeah. there's nothing that's showing that this is, but intuitively, by osmosis, we know there is a perfect fit for my, for my karma, right? Yeah. And so yeah. uh, going forward, you might not, yeah. you might not have the, that same experience because you, because you are seeing all of this so clearly. Right. Yeah. 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 And you're right. All the all the pieces come together and it it takes us back to what we've been looking at in the in the year long that we don't actually need to do anything, right? We're just noticing. We're just paying attention. And just the just the watching the whole thing, uh the pieces they just we can see how they fit together. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing, you know, and I mean, I, uh, you know, and that brings me then back to, uh, to, to what we're looking at this week, you know, it's like, and I, I, I really do feel that even though this is for me like a difficult uh, piece of karma, but, you know, I feel really grateful, you know, for what life has provided oh. me with, you know, oh, and, and, you know, without practice, I wouldn't have a clue. I would That's not right. have and a you know, I would just like keep going around and around, you know, in the wheel of karma. You know, the other thing, Helga, that's so wonderful about the way this has uh, played out for you is that you can see that it's all projection. You know, you don't, you don't have to go through probably what you went through in the past of, well, is that true? Am I like right. that? Did I? Right. Do I? Yeah. Maybe it's right. Maybe yeah. with this one, it's just crystal clear. Right? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> That's him. Yeah. This is me. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. even though it's painful, mm-hmm. the seeing uh, is, is definitely worth the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Fabulous, thank you. Huh? Thank you. Yeah. Very yeah, clear. Grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All right. So happy. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Thanks for joining us, Helga and Sherry. In the interest of time, I'm going to go straight to our next caller here. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Hello, this is Stefania. Hi. Hello, Stefania. Hi, Stefania. So this, uh, yes, tonight has been very... Very interesting as usual. I've been uh, through all this uh, other people uh, emotion of doing the class with the projection, which has been very, very good. And I realized I missed the uh, yearly um, the yearly uh, retreat because I completely forgot what was the theme about that. I was all into the the other one, the projection, and then this feeling of fear for what's going on in uh, when things don't go well and so I was listening to what you said and part of me was like why are you still on the queue you don't want to say something that has already been gone through but um, I stayed in the queue in the queue because um, you didn't say it 
Yeah. Because <laughs> I didn't say that. It's funny it, because every time nice somebody else said it, but you didn't say it. So now yeah. we've got you, right? That's why. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing the recorded listening, especially with the projection. It was helpful, especially uh, the last one, because I really felt like the the voice was basically talking out loud, and uh, there was this thing that it wasn't me, but it was the other thing that was like a sponge, uh, getting in everything that the uh, ego was saying, and the mentor was trying to make a, a shield, you know, a shield of, I forgot mm -hmm. if it was a plexiglass or metal, but try to protect this sponge that otherwise was absorbing all the mm -hmm. thing that ego was saying. And um, it, yeah, it was good. I feel a little mm -hmm. bit less fear and anxiety for life uh, because unfortunately, as we all know, life is... Um, like you said, it's beautiful. Unfortunately, I feel like I'm always afraid of life. And I feel like if you're afraid, I tell myself, how could be the other people that in theory are less strong than you are? Because I'm always considered a very strong person. And uh, I feel well, like... Just come in, yeah. if I may. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, of course. You know, the definition uh, of, a, of a brave person is someone who is afraid and does it anyway. Mm. Otherwise, you're fearless, and fearless people don't count because, you know, they, 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 they're not afraid. <laughs> so you mm. can't compare yourself to somebody who's fearless because they're not having your same experience. But if you're mm. afraid and you go ahead and do what you need to do anyway, then, then that, that makes you a great person, and that, and that does tend to equate to strong. That's why mm. people see that. Mm. Yeah? So, now, while I have yeah. you here, while I have yeah, you here, please. The, yeah. that that uh, that little exercise that you did with the mentor coming in and creating the shields and protecting the little sponge person, um, yeah. do that often. Okay, don't just do it once, and then you you've got to keep going back, <laughs> keep going back, getting her, and and doing that same process over and over again until mm -hmm. she does feel protected. It's not like, mm. okay, well, that's great. Somebody built a, a protection for me, and now they're gone, and here I am left alone again and more vulnerable than ever. So mm. you've got you've to keep repeating that. Yes, in this regard, though, there was already the, the, the comment around the fact, okay, you don't get the sponge, but the thing that you hear or the ego is saying are still true. People are suffering, people have disease, people have um, pain, or people have, you know, disability. And it's funny because I work with people with disability, and I think maybe because it's been already, or because I'm older than when I was younger, or actually because life also brought disability in my close family, I feel like, wow, I, I'm kind of outside looking at the disability from outside and there's a part of me that wants to say you are in a different world if you don't get overwhelmed by these things. So there's this um, very complicated way that I'd like to well, understand how can I... Yeah, yeah. He, here, here's the thing about that for me and this is just, it's a perspective, okay? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Now, in, in my life, 
uh, I, I went through uh, experiences when I was younger that uh, people would have tried to stop me from having if they could have stopped me from having them uh, because they decided that they, it was too awful. It was too hard. It was too painful. You shouldn't, you know, you can't be trusted to. And all, I didn't want anybody to interfere with my life. I, I didn't want anybody to feel sorry for me and try to take care of me and think that I'm less than they are, okay, which has brought me to a place of just simply having respect for people. I don't know what other people are going through. I have no idea what they're going through. But I'm not going to assume that they are less adequate to their life experience than I am to mine. Mm-hmm. Now, what it does for me is make me want to be as kind to them as I would like people to be to me, right? I don't, I don't want somebody to try to take care of me in some sort of lame way out based on their projections, but mm. I would like people to be kind, right? And so in the same way, when I'm with other people, I want to be kind to them. I, I would support them if I, if I know what it is that they, they need. If they ask me for something, I'll try to provide that if I can, but I'm not going to project that there's something wrong with them because, you know, whatever, because they have less to eat than I do or because they have some sort of physical condition that I don't have or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. I I just, I find it really disrespectful to, Mm -hmm. it's like looking down on people. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So looking down, yeah, No, I yeah, I okay. I don't look down on them. It I I feel like they express, you know, their their um sadness for being in a situation of pain or a situation of, of disability. Course. So I of I course. respect what they're of saying. Course. I don't I don't add, I feel. Well, but but that it needn't you can go to a place of admiring them for being in that situation and making their way through it, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, you can be in a situation where something is very difficult and you're feeling it's painful and you're feeling the pain of it and you're uh, maybe you're feeling sad or frightened or whatever it is, but that's not the same as you're inadequate. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just having a life experience. Right, mm-hmm. and the odds are good that you're going to get to another place with it. You're going to have a different life experience. You will be changed by what happened to you. You will be uh, a bigger, wiser, more kind and compassionate person for having been through it. And I mm. think that's happening with everybody. Mm. Even yeah. when people don't know it. Mm. Yes. So basically the image of everything is working and every, everybody's healthy and everybody's happy is just uh, basically, I think, a comparison that I need to disintegrate, basically. Oh, yeah. In, because, in it, because you know what, Stefania? It has never happened. Yeah. It has never happened, which could be a clue for us that it's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole idea that the world is going to be a different place. Well, mm. our world can be a different place. Our, our world can be a different place. But 
are people not, you know, the Buddha has talked about it as greed, hate, and delusion. You know, that's why the world is in the condition that it's in. Greed, hate, and delusion. Okay, is that going to change? It doesn't seem like it. There have always been people trying to change it. Certain things certainly do change, right? And most things change right back. Mm-hmm. But we have a chance. We have a chance to make a different choice. Now, this is one of those things. I don't know this. I'm the first to admit I don't know this. But here's my big speculation. I think this plane of existence is our opportunity to choose unconditional love. That's it. That's, that's, that's what this classroom is about. This, the, the, the name of this course is uh, Choosing Unconditional Love. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and uh, yeah, because that's kind of all we're left with. Right? So there's somebody comes to you and they're really upset and they're struggling and they've been injured or whatever it is, or maybe, you know, now they're in a wheelchair, they're going to be in a wheelchair for the rest of their lives and they're angry mm-hmm. and they're, they're sad and they're, uh, mm-hmm. and you can be unconditional love. Mm-hmm. But if you go to feeling bad and thinking it's wrong and it shouldn't be happening this way and that's so sad and for them, and then you can't be that for them. Mm. Or for you. Mm. Yes. When I express this trying to look at the bright side of of life in this situation, I feel that there's a lot of... Yeah, Yeah, no. Tell me more. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, no. (laughs) No, that is never, that is never going to be popular. It's like somebody's diagnosed with cancer... And mm-hmm. you tell them, you know, when you get through this, you're going to look back on it and you're going to be so grateful that this happened. No, nobody wants to hear that. No, 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 no. No, I didn't mean that. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Though. No, no, I know. I was just using a crazy example, okay? Mm-hmm. But uh, we don't need to try to look on the bright side or get anybody else to look on the bright side. It's just being with them where they are and being that unconditional love, just accepting them wherever they are and loving them. That's it. We don't have to do anything. So how do you connect it with, you know, saying, for example, all the war and the things that are around now or people fire, risk of losing yourself, your house or whatever, and... Uh, and still being able to be in unconditional love. That's a step that I find hard to understand sometimes, apart of saying, well, at least I'm still breathing. You know, I have a mask and I can, I'm not getting burned, for example, right now. It's not me, luckily, about the fire, but I know it was close to you guys and such. So in which way you handle that um, difficult situation well, in, and being it, it, in unconditional love? Yeah, it, it's just that, uh, you, you know, it's, um, it, you know, you're, you are, it can be as, <laughs> as simple as I, and I know we're out of time, Stefania, but it can be as simple as uh, just listening to somebody talk about it and, and sympathizing. Yeah, that's, wow, that's got to be scary. You know, all of us who are living in these, in these circumstances or, or, you know, think about New Orleans right now with COVID mm-hmm. and, uh, the hurricane, and uh, mm. I mean, it, it, it's awful. It is awful, and our hearts go out to them. And if there's something that we could do, you know, if there's a 
somebody that uh, that if we have the wherewithal and we can send something along to to a food bank or something like that, and we want to do that, but that's not the same as as believing there's something wrong with what's happening in people's lives. Mm. That's mm. the that's the killer. When yeah. it, when we go to there's something wrong with this. It shouldn't be happening. This is wrong. This is a bad. That's that's where all the suffering happens. Mm. Okay, mm. let's talk okay. again. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. All right. Take care of yourself. Good thing you stayed in the queue, huh? Yep. Thank you. Go ahead. Thank you. You too. Bye bye. Thanks for joining us, Stefania, and thank you, everyone. Thank you, Sherry, for another fabulous yeah. show and well, some great conversations. Thanks for hanging in there as we went on and on and on and on. Sorry about that, but you know, no I problem. Up, so. No yeah, problem. All right. It's a thank great you, privilege. Michael. Thank you, Sherry. So, Go so happy. Appreciate it. Okay, yeah. you too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.